from an undisclosed location deep in the smoky mountains of East Tennessee. Two hillbillies armed with nothing more than microphones, loud mouths, and quick wit have found their way onto the internet. Oh, my stars. Tune in weekly to discuss things like sports. We're here playing game six of the World Series, so we're going to fight. We're going to finish this thing. Politics. We did it once, and now we will do it again. And this time, we're going to finish the job. Current events. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Faith or any other topic that they have found interesting. It's drastically changed my life. Welcome to Think Like a Man with Daniel Loberton and Jeremy Sellers. Welcome to Think Like a Man. I'm Jeremy Sellers. Across the desk from me, the hostess with the mostest, Daniel Overton. That's me. What's going on, man? Not much. We'd like to welcome everybody to episode uno the inaugural episode of the Think Like a Man podcast. Uh, this is, Daniel's done a podcast before, I have not. This is something I've always wanted to do, but didn't have the, uh, let's just say I'm a little bit technically challenged at times. I can help you out there. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Daniel's my help uh, on the uh, technical side of this. And so anyway, both of us together decided this was something that we, wanted to do take on um and then from that point uh, the uh, the idea was birthed then we had to decide what direction it was going to go uh so we decided that um the things that he and i were the most interested in our sports were both avid sports guys you will quickly come to find out that we are tennessee volunteers through and through bleed orange all the way and uh, we're both uh, big uh, Atlanta Braves fans. We're still licking our wounds. Yeah, been through the worst of years with them, too. <laughs> so we're, we're still licking our wounds after the playoffs this year. Uh, you'll find that we're both very conservative. Very much. In our politics and just now, our everyday lives. Don't forget that we do have one difference. What's that? We got the Titans. Uh, yeah, Titans. see, that, see, dude, the, the Titans will always be the Houston Oilers. Got them. Got them. Well, that's great. Warren Moon, Steve McNair. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's great. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not a Titans fan. I'm, I'm half afraid to admit what NFL team I do like, which I think they're currently one in seven. So we're one game ahead of Miami. Yeah. We're up here. But. Yeah. So I, I'm a dirty bird. I love the Falcons. Um, always have. Uh, but anyway, we, we're, uh, we're going to, we'll, we're going to um, talk current events we're going to talk politics from time to time we've already got some guests lined up for the show that i i don't want to let the cat out of the bag just yet um who they are but uh, but and they come from all different walks of lives it should be exciting yep it's going to be exciting some some out of the sports field some out of some other areas yeah, and we'll keep that one under our hat be good. so um the uh so that's kind of the that that's our deal our idea at the moment what we think this podcast uh, the direction it may go and going to it from a point of view of we're both Christians correct you know, we're both men of faith correct so it's an idea of looking at the world from that point of view correct and understanding that we're not sticks in the mud right that we're not just a this is one of the things that that you know gets a little old sometimes is this uh, I think it's this mentality that Christians can't have fun right. They can't laugh at each other. They can't laugh with each other. They. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. Can't I'm watch one of the TV. Can't watch the movie. Yeah. Can't listen to the radio. Right. You listen. We got opinions. I, I'm one of the most sarcastic um, people you'll ever meet, and that's the way God made me. Now, it's not always. My timing is not always the best. Yeah, my filter don't work. All the time <laughs> right. Either, so. But my uh, my wife has accused me of, uh, you know, black and white. There's no gray area with me. And uh, and I don't have very much of a filter. So, right, right. but, you, you know, the, the positive side of that or the other side of that coin is where and, you and I are concerned, you're always going to know where I stand. Well, and the bad part is it's easy to have a filter in person. Now we got microphones in front of us. Right. So filters are going to have to like work a little harder <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah if somebody's standing in front of you you, you got a little filter. filter a little bit better if they're gonna pop you in the nose right so just sort of right so uh i think we're gonna start today's show a little bit about uh just talking a little bit about ourselves you know our background where we come from where we are now just so you just so you can get to know us a little better oh before i get any further 
I want to uh, make sure everybody knows that there is a Facebook page that will be a very active page. It's called Think Like a Man. There will be a Twitter account. Uh, we will have to let you know on that ha- on the Twitter handle, handle because right now or a little while ago something was wrong. Twitter with, was acting up. Yeah, it wasn't. It wouldn't let us do anything. There will be an Instagram page that we will let you know about um, soon episode. in the in next yeah. episode. Uh, we would ask that if you as you listen, if you find the podcast entertaining, you enjoy it, that you would uh, hit the like and and share. That's the only way we're going to be able to, to grow is if people will share this around and subscribe, subscribe to it so that every week, uh, this will be a weekly podcast. That's our, that's our goal. Um, that every week you'll be notified that, uh, that, that we recorded a new one. The places that you're going to be able to find it are going to be. Yeah. Initially you'll be able to listen on SoundCloud iTunes and Google Play. Okay, and we'll we'll probably add some more from there. But that's the three main ones, right? Too many ways that so. that that people can that people will be able to find right. us. We'll probably have to we'll figure out a way to maybe upload the each episode weekly to the Facebook page. Yeah, we can do a link to the SoundCloud to the Facebook page. Right, and go right to it. So. And listen, uh, you know you. you people out there that that are looking for folks to advertise your um, your product. You, you right now the getting's good you know there's there's we there's, have all the slots open. <laughs> yeah all the slots yeah every slot's open like prime but, time anything you want yeah but we are always looking for sponsors and people that are that are looking to uh well, a little bit of you know just a little bit of uh, yeah a little bit a little, yeah. little bit of cheddar every little bit helps yeah so because this thing this project is self-funded for sure but um Anyway, so we kind of got the the house cleaning out of the way. You got anything? Anything else? I mean, yeah, just the, those three for sure: SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. That's your three main, right? And then we'll go from there. We'll go from there. So let me start just quickly and just tell you a little bit about myself, my background, where I came from, what I'm doing now, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, both Daniel and I were. Uh, I wasn't born in Tennessee. I was actually born in Atlanta, but by the time I was about four we moved to knoxville and other than the period of time i was in the air force i've lived in east tennessee my whole life uh went to school in knoxville tennessee graduated down there beard and bulldogs uh, for anybody who may be uh listening to this down the road um after graduation i had about zero interest in college my my thought was I barely got out of this school. I sure as crap am not paying to go back to another one. So, uh, of the kids in my family, I'm the one that didn't go to, didn't go to school. I decided to go in the air force instead. So I did four years in the air force from 89 to 93. And I can hear the air force jokes already for anybody that may be listening to this. Listen, I got big old shoulders. I can take it. And, um, yeah, we had it. We did have it pretty good, but, uh, way I look at it is who was smarter. You and me got paid the same amount of money and I slept in a bed and you slept in a hole. So (laughs) that, you know, you can pick at me all you want to. Uh, so I was actually in the service during the first Gulf war. Uh, George H Bush was my commander at chief. And, uh, been in 93, I got out and moved back to Knoxville. Most of my, uh, adult life was spent in sales. Um, doing uh within the residential building aspect we'll say i sold uh, windows and doors and trim and all that kind of stuff to local contractors i worked for a period of time where i sold log homes uh all over the country actually that was actually a pretty cool job um that was one of my favorites of all time but um so i did that for a while and anyway so everything's tracking along until the wheels come off in 2008 or nine when the economy hit the dump and it sent everybody in my career looking for another job. Cause you, now you had 50 salespeople selling the same window going after the same customer. Uh, yeah, you know, there's not a whole lot going on, going around. So, uh, so anyway, I took that opportunity to 
I didn't know that's what it was going to be when I started it, but I, I, I took an opportunity to do something that I always wanted to do, that I thought I wanted to do, which was law enforcement. So I spent two years with our local sheriff's department. Um, I was a deputy, but I was animal control. So I used to tell people I was the animal cop. Mm -hmm. So I tell you what, I have some stories <laughs> that I can tell you about animal control. And I don't miss it. Not one day. I don't miss it. I miss the guys. I miss the camaraderie. It was the closest thing that I had found since I left the Air Force to that type of close-knit type family. So, uh, but two years of that, <laughs> I, yeah, I was, pretty, I was pretty much done. Uh, my wife told me that I was not the same guy that she married, and I didn't like to hear that. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not fun to hear. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't interested in hearing that. So, uh, by a turn of events during that time of my life, what a uh, person who decided they were going to change my job within the sheriff's department because of something they didn't like uh, thought that I didn't have any other choice in the world but to do what they told me to do. Well, that wasn't the case. So I came home and decided I was going to open or start my own company. I went back to my roots, which was residential building, and I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna get a name, I'm gonna get a business license, I'm gonna get my insurances, and then I'm gonna make myself available. And at that time I had no flipping clue what was gonna happen. I mean, I could have been building dog houses for the next mm -hmm. fifty and as a matter of fact, I did try my hand at custom chicken coops. Yeah. Yeah. Stay, <laughs> stay in the animal area. Do what? Stayed in the animal area. Yeah, right? yeah, see, exactly. You know, I didn't want to get too far from that route, you know. So, uh, but what it ended up being was uh, kitchen and bath remodels. Uh, I've had this business for five years now. I've got a couple of full-time employees, um, which are, my guys are great. They do a great job. It's freed me up to uh, go pursue other um other things one of them being this podcast also uh, i can get out and meet with customers and quote jobs and that kind of thing i'm not tied down to that somebody right. whatever bathroom the weight because you're working yeah whatever right. bathroom we're in at the moment so for the last five years that's what we've done and that's what i still do that's the uh, bread and butter for the seller's household is the kitchen and bathroom model so i feel like at some point down the road, uh, you know, this is think like a man, and we may have discussions on how to remodel your bathroom or how to remodel your kitchen or whatever the case may be. Um, so that brings you kind of up to date where we're at or where where I'm at in my life and how I got to this point. Daniel, take it away, big dog. Um, pretty simple. Daniel Overton. Yeah, I was born in I was born in Georgia. Also, do you know that? I didn't know that. I was born in Riverdale, Georgia. Where in the world's that? Somewhere around Atlanta. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I so mean, taking it, you've never been back. Ne never been back. We uh, <laughs> we lived in Dawsonville, Georgia. You know who's famous uh, out of Dawsonville? Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Elliott. Bill Elliott, yeah. yeah. So I almost actually, said Bill Waltrip. I was mixing up about three different people. We lived down there until I was six. So I can vaguely remember he lived near the end of the subdivision in his car. So you lived that close to we him? We lived near him. And oh, really? Like, we would go down to their house. You know, most people in East yeah. Tennessee, when they say, I live near the dude. It's that, like 30 that, miles down right, the Right, that could yeah. be the next county. But now, we like, you've seen this car. I can remember, that's like one of my earliest memories, is right. the big red Bill Elliott race car sitting there. And I don't like racing now. Right. But, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I can tell you, that's probably not a sport we're going to spend a whole lot of time on, yeah. unless they have a big freaking crash. Well, unless they change the rules and they go back to the Odell Earnhardt days. Right, rub yeah. And put people on a wall and right. all that good stuff. That was racing, but. So we moved up here. We moved to Kodak, Tennessee. Okay. Went to Northview schools. Went to high school. You went to Northview? I went to Northview. Okay. Went to Northview. Well, it was all one school then. Okay. Then from there, we had the option of two high schools, Seymour, Sevier County High School. I was not going to Sevier County High School. Went to Seymour High. Go Eagles. Ah, yeah, gotcha. So went there. Graduated in 99. Okay. Went into the hospitality industry. I mean, just really just working front desk, front desk manager some places. Right. Um, living a, well, just be honest, living a heathen type of lifestyle. We've know, all been there. Was not saved. Right. Didn't have any idea what it meant to be saved and really didn't care to be right. at that point. 2005, 
got saved at a crusade. Right. Jefferson County. I remember the crusade. And uh, from there, it's just been it's been like a just like a roller coaster, I guess. Because got saved, and I thought, okay, man, it was great. You know, I just didn't know had this feeling. You know, this, mm-hmm. this is like an urge. I wanted to do something more than just the go to church, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So I went to the pastor at the time that I was at the Dumplin Baptist Church, and I told him, I said, I think, I said, I'm probably wrong because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm three-week-old Christian. You know, right. My baby. Uh, kind of like Kanye, right? Yeah, now. yeah, like Kanye. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> hey, and even better, uh, Lamar Odom. Yeah, you Lamar know, apparently Odom's in the last were. day, he's yeah, gotten yeah, saved. So, yeah, Kanye, I didn't put out a big album. I mean, if there was anybody yeah. out there, he said, I, I owe Jesus my life. It's, it's him. Odom. The dude almost died in a... Yeah, he's sitting there in what, cocaine. A house of ill repute yeah, I mean, would be was, the way we yeah. need to put it. So, uh, I went to him and I said, I think I feel but, like a call of ministry. Right. And he goes, Okay. I said, well, what do I need to do? He just looked at me. He's like, okay. I said, well, I need help. (laughs) You tell me what to do. You're in the ministry. And he said, forget about it. Right. So thanks a lot. Right. Appreciate that. I come to you for this great, big, grander advice. And what actually worked out was he said, no, he goes, just just walk away from it. Walk away from the feeling. He goes, if it goes away, you wasn't called to ministry. He goes, if it doesn't, come back and talk to me. About three weeks later, I'm like, hey, I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. There's something. So, um. He goes, I'm going to let you preach next Sunday. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <I laughs> Talk about yeah. jumping from the frying pan yeah, yeah. into the fire. I was like, what are you talking about? You know, and so um, you went through him, you know, mentored with him a little bit. You know, we had, I won't go into details, especially being local churches, but had a pretty nasty split at right. the church and then ended up at Thorn Grove Baptist Church and um, went to that pastor and I was like, hey, I want to serve, but I'm taking Bible college classes, but I don't know what type of ministry I'm called into. Mm-hmm. I said, I have no clue. And um, he said, well, what we'll do is he goes, we'll just put you in different areas. He goes, well, we'll see, you know, just what, what hits you at some point. Right. First class I taught was the 70 plus men, <laughs> the 70 plus men. And how old were you? I was at that time in my mid twenties, <laughs> <laughs> probably mid to late twenties. What's and, this young whippersnapper yeah, got to tell us? I walk in there, and they're all looking at me. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm teaching you. Today. And they're like, what? <laughs> and, and then I remember vividly that they were interesting fellas. Were they? Very interesting fellas. They like to crack some jokes. Right. That I'm thinking, I don't know if we should be joking about that stuff. You know, <laughs> in Sunday school? Yeah. They're like, we're at the church house. And I actually thought, it'll be cool. I'm going to teach on Ephesians how the husband and wife ought to be. Right. The single guy. Right. Is going to go into the 70 plus year old men and tell them how to treat their wives. All right, worked out. Right. You know, it, right. And I taught it and it turned into they were cracking jokes about their wives. <laughs> okay. You know, this, this isn't for me. And uh, put me in a couple of different areas. And he came up to me one day and he said, Listen, he goes, We need a Sunday school high school teacher. Okay. I said, No way. I said, I'm not doing that. Right. He goes, Why? I said, I didn't like high schoolers when I was in high school. <laughs> I said, so I'm not going to like them now. Right. I said, no. He said, but I'll do it. You know, he said, you need somebody to go in there. Ever since then. He's a youth minister now. So right. I've been the youth minister at First Baptist Church in White Pine for be nine years in April. That is hard to believe. And, I mean, uh, I remember when you came. Yeah. And. Bald. I was bald. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, you know nobody can, listening can hear. I've got hair now. Right. I, used to I don't. I don't. I, I don't have any hair. I was uh, willfully bald. Right. You know, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. I'm and, so used uh, to seeing you like this. Right. Um, but leading up to that, you know, it just clicked in the high school class. I enjoyed it. I mean, it just, it was that God moment of me going, God just basically saying, hey, this right. is where I want you at this season in your ministry. Right. This is going to be you. Doors coming into White Pine opened up seamlessly. Right. I mean, it was just, it was really a God-led thing for me to be here. And it just clicked from there. So, rise of right now, I'm, I'm the youth minister there. Hopefully for, until God, I, I always say until God tells me. Right. You know, somebody asked me, you ever going to, one of my favorite lines from, you know, just people is, when are you going to be a real pastor? <laughs> So whenever God calls me to be, that's my go-to. I'm like, whenever God tells me to be, right, you know, right now I'll be the junior. <laughs> so right. Uh, but, right. Uh, Pastor, Pastor Dose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just, uh, other than that, just doing ministry, still single. So that's one of the yeah. things that Daniel and I talked about when we started this that will bring a different aspect to what we're doing. Uh, he just said that he's single, youth pastor. Right. I'm married of 20 years. I've got a daughter that's a senior at college. Uh, so we're we're two guys that are friends that are 
really in pretty opposite yeah, different ends of the spectrum right of what we're doing so both will bring some value to, their opinion will right. bring some value to things that we may be discussing and, and i want to say it just clicked to me we talk about everything being from the filter that we want to talk about everything from the filter of our christian faith right that doesn't mean we're looking at braves games going he shouldn't have flipped his back. That was the most uncross thing right. I've ever seen. We're not going that like you know right, like, right, right. on it, but everything does have a filter to it, right? Like, and I'm just going to be straight up honest. My wife done give me a uh, warning this morning. <laughs> My brother's giving me a warning that uh, listen, I'm a dude. I, I, I'm a I'm a human being. I'm a sinful man, and. I mean, ain't nobody on here going to drop the f bomb. I can no, promise no, you, that's no. not going to be never going to be anything like that. But I'm hoping this is fun and yeah, it's entertaining. I mean, and I'll be honest with you, if I can have a little fun and laugh at somebody else's expense, well, if you Google Florida man, yeah, in the news articles, we, I mean, how do you not laugh at that? Florida man throws alligator through McDonald's drive through. <laughs> I mean, how's that not funny? Right. Or the guy, in, or the guy in Alabama that had the squirrel on meth named D's nuts. Yeah. The funny part about was that was when the first story first came out. He said it. It had, he had an attack squirrel. Right. That he had, he had trained the squirrel to attack anybody, and it was all hopped up on meth. Yeah, named D's nuts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it attacked too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, those are the things that we're going to bring. we laugh about stuff like that. Right. I mean, we don't laugh at the harm of people. Right. You don't laugh at the downfall of people. Right. You know, and like like you mentioned it just for a second. We're not going to go on a long segment about it, but Kanye. Right. You know, as people of faith, you hear other people of faith rip him because of who he is. Right. And we're like, hey, you know, he now professes to be our brother. Right. And he's our baby brother. Very baby. So we need to be praying. And like me and you can't go mentor to him right but thankfully i think he's got disciples around him that are disciples. some pretty solid guys so but we should be praying we should be downplaying and i i feel like when i say that because i feel like and i don't think me you would do that and i don't think many people i know or hopefully i don't think many people you know would but right. you see it online and stuff waiting for him to fall so they can revel in that right and i'm like what are you waiting on why my brother brought it up today uh not in that not in that aspect we were just talking about it um and, you know, I, I'm probably one of the world's worst on not giving a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that goes towards people that are already supposed solid Christians mm -hmm. and they've been walking this walk for X number of days. So when they start to live a life that does not line up with that, I'll drop the hammer on them pretty quick. I told my brother... As far as I'm concerned, we take Kanye's salvation at face value right. for exactly what it says it is until it's proven either true, right. and at, to this point it seems to be proven mm -hmm. true, or he proves that it was a false conversion. And it's got to be something major to be a false conversion. He's sure, gonna he's going to fight. He's going to fail. Fall. Yeah, yeah. We we listen, we I, I do regular. When, and I don't know, I mean, no names, because I can't think of one off the top of my head, but when you see a well-known pastor in a very big position or you know whatever fall in his marriage right after you know he's been a pastor of the church for well the one years. that comes to mind is james dobson yeah now he didn't i don't necessarily think there was infidelity involved and i know there wasn't on his part right but here's a guy that's been a pastor of first baptist atlanta forever mm -hmm. and all of a sudden his wife wants a divorce right now this goes back several years but of all the people yeah, you know, just, nobody's no it we're not perfect right, right and you see that happen right but then if you see i think you find out that kanye's done something you give the benefit there you have right to, you get the benefit because he's gonna fall and away. also watch for repentance yeah see how he reacts right. to that fall if he just kind of throws his hands up and walks away then ah, right. we may have a problem mark driscoll love mark driscoll. right i loved him Right. I mean, I listened to everything. I think to me, he was one of the best preachers I'd ever listened to because I think he was one of those guys that could take whatever he was teaching and make it so understandable. Right. But then he done some stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. Gets called out for it. Mm -hmm. Nothing like marriage stuff. Or right. Like that, but just stupidity, and won't repent. Instead of right. repenting, just leaves the church. Right. And then goes and starts he another. Goes one. And starts another church. And I'm like, dude, you need a season of repentance there. You need a season to show that, hey, I know what I done was wrong. And I shouldn't have done that. Right. And then you're fine. 
But, you know, stuff like that. So I think that stuff will cover. Right, time. at and some point. My prayer is that we never have to cover a big-time pastor falling because I don't want to see it happen. I'm with you. And I don't want to cover Kanye leaving the faith because I hope it don't happen. Right. So I, I hope it's as genuine as Paul's yeah, so, conversion. And that's what's funny, real quick, is you hear people doubt it. And I'm thinking, did you read about Paul's conversion <laughs> in the Bible? Yeah, you know, don't think a, Kanye was as bad as Paul. Yeah, Paul called himself the chief of sinners. Right. You know, and he, uh, I've heard it, I mean, he murdered a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Paul was a murdering person to Christians, and he got saved. Right. You know, he, you know, God saves him, he'll save anybody. He said, well, let's say that, God saves me, he'll save anybody. Right. And, but, but here's, here's, I've never killed anybody. Right. But my sin was just as bad, mm -hmm. just as atrocious, atrocious, just as foul a stench in God's nostrils as Paul's was. Right. It, it, absolutely equal. Well, you talk about Kanye, and everybody talks about how you know he used to call himself God, call himself Jesus, and you right. know, all that different stuff. I never really listened to the guy, so I oh, just I never did. You know, I, I got all my info secondhand. News, yeah, watch on Twitter. You know, right. Twitter's great for that. Right. But how many times do we call ourselves God by the way we act? Exactly. You know, the way we defile him right. to live our lifestyle. So, I mean, what's the difference? He just did it publicly. Right. So it just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We usually don't. So so that that basically kind of gets you up to date or, or you gets to know uh, Daniel and I, I a little bit on our background, where we're coming from. Uh, and as time goes on, we're going to go into more depth on things. Uh, one of the things I forgot to mention that, that uh, I think both of us want to do is we will uh, eventually, and probably not in the too distant future, once we get enough people on uh, uh, who have liked and followed the Facebook page, is we will do some Facebook lives. Yeah, you'll of, mess up in yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can watch what we're doing in person. I'll wear a shirt, man. Yeah, right now he's sitting in his underwear. <laughs> you know, I mean that's 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 the view I got. Just uh, showed up. Yeah, he looked like he just rolled out of bed, and um, so we're gonna do that. Some we're gonna do some um, some. I, I keep referring to them as games, and I don't think they're. I don't. It's not necessarily just some fun stuff. Yeah, some fun stuff that uh, uh, whether it be with funny headlines or stories or whatever. So, like I said earlier, this this whole podcast is a little bit fluid. We're gonna. See, kind of what we'll throw some stuff on the wall. The politics, don't President Trump will keep us busy, yeah, for a little while. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, President little... Trump. That's you know, I got 2020 vision yeah, for, he is for... A sound bot king. Yeah, listen, I've said for a long time, you know, I, 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 like I said, I'm an open book. There's no, I voted for Trump. I did. If I'm the, if I, I feel like, well, if I'll clarify, I mean, let me honestly, why did I vote for him? Because I wasn't voting for. Hillary. Hillary. Right. And I, I mean, I voted, and, I, and people say it's a stupid thing to say, I voted on the abortion issue. Right. That, that was I, I That was a big one it. for me. Uh, what she did to the American citizens in Benghazi right. was another, there's no way in the world I'd ever cast my vote mm -hmm. for her. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought when you we said uh, voting for Trump. But um, anyway. Uh, well, I just look at like, Think about the abortion issue. Like you said, 2020 vision on Trump. Right. We have to have because we have, and I won't name names yet. We'll get later on names. I'll, not, I'll, drop, I'll, I'll drop names all day long. But <laughs> you got certain prominent pastors are treating him like he's the second, second coming. coming. Right. He's not. He's just a man. But he's a great president. He, he is. And see, a lot of people, they want to get in an argument over the fact that he's not a Christian. I right. didn't, I didn't elect my pastor. Yeah. He, I wasn't voting pastor. That, I didn't know that was the day right. to vote for the pastor. Right. I, I, I voted for who I thought would be the best president. Right. And I want to say that I voted solely my main core. My number one issue was abortion. Right. And the statistics of the shutdowns of Planned Parenthood across the country under his administration is amazing. Oh yeah. They're falling apart. Right. That's and that is for. saving lives of unborn children. All day, yep. Every day. Now, I'll tell you, like I've said many times that I read some of his tweets. Somebody needs to take his Twitter from me. <laughs> yeah, and like, I just cringe. I'm like, okay, listen, 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 Linda, listen, Linda, we're in the we're in the 21st century here. There's a way that you can give him a cell phone 
and everything on his end looks like it's gone to Twitter. Yeah. But really, it went to a back room in the back of the White House, and and three little tech nerds are going through it, and they're like, nope, this is not leaving the White House. Some of his tweets are like a 12-year-old kid fought with their (laughs) friends at school. Right. Like like some representative will do something. He'll tweet, you so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're telling mama jokes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, chill. Right, right. Somebody get the Twitter from him. He don't have a filter. Uh, Oh, my gosh. That'll be... But again, and you needed that too. I yeah, mean, I think. I mean, uh, I would rather deal with somebody with no filter, because you know exactly where you stand with them, right. than some shady dude over here where you're not real sure. And I look at what we could have had. Oh and I my think gosh! About the freedoms we. As Let me tell you something. This lost. is a whole other country if Hillary Clinton's elected. Yeah. Three years ago, abortion's booming. Sure. And Christian rights and Christian liberties are gone. Right. Guns are gone. We can talk about that. Well, that's one thing we didn't say. We're both pro Second Amendment. Oh, absolutely. Carry. Right. You know, that's a, that's a given right. Right. So. Right. Um, uh, before I forget, I know this is not the spot to put it in, uh, but I forgot about it on the front end. If you would like to reach us, there's a couple of ways to do it. One would be through the Facebook page. The other would be through email. Uh, that email address is think. L-A-M, and that's capitalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, think is is regular, but L-A-M is, is capitalized. So it's think like a man, L-A-M, 2019, at gmail.com. And we'll reply quickly. One of us will. Yeah. Unless you're mean. Yeah, you know, hate, mail, hate mail. Yeah, hate well, mail. I don't know. I might reply to hate mail a lot quicker. I'm getting too old for that. I, it's probably going in file 13. Yeah, I'm here. just sitting there. I'm going to be like, you're so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> just tweet that back there. We'll just email that back. Yeah. We'll just email them Trump clips that said it for right. us. Right. You, mm-hmm. you know, so don't forget, you're, you're dealing with a couple of people that's pretty, uh, pretty quick on their feet. And listen, I got four years in the military and two years in, the, in, the, in law enforcement. And if there's one thing I learned was sarcasm. Working in the hotel motel business. And oh, yeah. Whoo, some of the people. Yeah. Some, some interesting folks. Right. Some people probably shouldn't be traveling. So we, you know, I I had to go to my the, the most place I hate more than anything on this earth I had to go to today. I, you want to take a guess? Walmart. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty close. The, the freaking dentist. Oh, yeah. I, I would rather get beat than go to the dentist. The only reason they see me, uh, and I, I just got no lie to tell you, the only reason they see me is because they, they talked me into, and it was probably a good thing they did, into paying like $26 a month. So I pay them every month 26 bucks, But it gets me two cleanings a year, and it gets me uh, x-rays a year. So I'm in my mind, I've already paid for it. I might as well use it yeah. kind of thing. So that's what gets me. In. So I, I, I go in there today. I had a bad experience the last time I was in there. So but my, my dental hygienist was Attila the Hun is what came to mind. And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily what she looked like. It was her actions. She was rough. <laughs> Where are you out? R-U-F rough. <laughs> so that's who I had the last time. And this time I thought, uh, I almost said when I left last time, hey, listen, I don't want that girl no more. But I didn't. And I thought, there's probably a good chance I'll get somebody different this time. No. So it's been six months since I saw her. She looked a little different. So I wasn't 100% sure when she took me back there that this is the same girl. Until she put her hands in my mouth. You realize. Yeah. This girl attacked my gums with that little sharp thing, like Dick Butkus used to hit quarterbacks. Oh, not fun. <laughs> no. I mean, and I, you know, she she stabs you, and you jump, and you think after about four times she's going to get the hint mm-hmm. that... Quit. Quit. You know, that hurts. Quit. No. I mean, it's like every time I jump, she just bared down harder. I'm like, and finally I was like, hey, hang on a minute. Pump the brakes. I said, you are killing me. I said, you, she, you've got to be easier on my, on my, oh, she said. <laughs> I didn't realize that when you were jumping. She said, she said, I'll make a note this time. She said, I kind of remember you jumping last time. We and I was like, really? No, <laughs> you, you know, and she said, um, you've, you've got a tender mouth. 
you know, I was like, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah, just I don't mean, touch it. Right, just don't touch it. And so she, she, at the end, she asked me if I want nitrous. No, I don't want nitrous. For cleaning? Right. Quit. Just quit targeting my gums. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so... I went to the doctor for a headache and asked if you want morphine. Right. <laughs> no, how about we just back off on your uh, on your cleaning skills there a little bit. But um, anyway, so we got I got that out of the way for six more months, and uh, uh, I already start. Well, I do got to go back for a crown in a month. Mm. That's make you feel better. I go back to my surgeon for my back. Oh yeah, yeah. Weeks. Daniel had back surgery. How long has it been? July the ninth. So really, yeah, it's been a while since the surgery. Oh, late time has flown just by. All down, downhill before and a little downhill afterwards. Right. Daniel good. had pretty extensive, serious back surgery, so uh, he's recovered well, thankfully. Yeah. From it yeah. and um, couldn't walk at one point and can now, so he can't ask for nothing right. better than that. So right, we thought we were gonna have to wheel him around in a wheelchair for yeah, the rest I of his life. I thought it'd be uh, what's the Professor X? I was gonna shake my head. Oh yeah. Uh, what is that? The X-Men? X-Men, yeah. yeah. Just sort of roll yep. around, but. All right, so we are going. One of the things we're going to do on this episode is going to be a pick 'em, and uh, we're going to keep score. Uh-huh. We're going to keep score of the picks throughout the episodes and all the seasons, and see that I'm a better picker. <laughs> we're not talking about our nose, dude. We're talking about ball games, okay? So I think we decided that uh, it may change from week to week, but this week we are going to uh, we're going to pick every SEC game, which there's just six. And then we're going to pick three NFL games. Uh, and one of those was the Monday night game. Yeah, correct? always the Monday night game. Yeah, we'll That's always do the Monday night game. Usually. Listen, we're always going to do the Vol the Vols game. Yeah, the game. Well, yeah, yeah we'll always. Well, I'm, I'm comfortable to do the Vols games now. Because well, I feel a little better about them. Right now. Just, just a little bit. Um, I wouldn't have been comfortable picking after the Georgia State game. <laughs> I would have told or you. Or the BYU yeah, game. I would have said L, 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 L. And three more. Hey, I, I listen. I when they lost to BYU, I said we'll be possibly one and eleven mm-hmm. at best, two and ten. Oh, I was picking one, one win. Yeah, one win, and I was already looking at zero and two next year starting the season. I saw a funny meme that said, you know, the the old uh, NCAA game that had sim to next season. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so we, that was our only that. choice. This so was, after two games, let's just sim yeah, to next season. Yeah, we won't go into details about that, but I think they, they turned it around. They have turned. I mean, they're it not around. great. Right, they're not gonna, they're not gonna beat Clemson tomorrow. No, they're gonna. But we've turned a corner. We we have changed a culture. I think. Yeah, I think there's a culture change. Right, and, we're, and that's we're, what we needed more than anything. Well, Butch Jones let that stink on the program. Well, it goes be, back even a few years. And Dooley, and Kiffin, and Kiffin, Kiffin got a lot of blame there. Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole episode on the history of Tennessee football in the last ten years. Ten years alone. Yeah, but. uh but Dooley and Butch by right. far did the most damage. I've got theories. You know, you you remember the theory of the GOAT. The Cubs never won a World Series because of the GOAT. Right. You know, I've got theories of why Tennessee loses nothing. You know. What's your theory? My theory is the former curse. Oh, for firing. You know, not really. I think that's part of it, but I think he stole the job anyway. <laughs> Johnny Majors would agree with you. So he started it. Yeah, Johnny Majors probably gave me a high five. Right. And, um. Uh, and I think we fired him wrong. I mean, I think he ended up proving to be a legend of the right. coach. And, I mean, he'd done things that not many other coaches have done. He had a winning record against Bama. Yeah, I mean, he owned Bama. Right. And then he got him in trouble in the NCAA. Like <laughs> right. On top. I see. I think that's part of our <laughs> but, problem. You know, yeah. He's out here dropping dimes on folks. Yeah, you know, the, the old snitches get stitches. Yeah, we got the Bama curse. We got the former curse. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot going for you us. Know, we got Kiffin leaving after a year and burning mattresses in the road. So we got the mattress curse. You know, just, <laughs> right. And, you know, I, thought, I think it's turning around. We had... Dooley and oh, his press conferences talking about he talked about teaching the team how to take a shower. Right, like, them boys learned that in high school, hopefully right. middle school. Right, you know, you know he was actually a pretty funny guy though. He was funny. Here for Rose Rommel, that was great. Yeah, you know it was just at least we you know with Dooley he was another one you kind of knew where you stood. You know, Butch is telling people they're falling on they're falling down and banging their heads off a of helmet. What hurt you with Dooley was his mama, his mom, and the teams. He had great talent. Yeah. Oh, he did. He couldn't do anything with it. Had probably one of the most prolific offenses Tennessee's ever had. Where's he at now? He's the offensive coordinator at Missouri. Oh, that's right. I knew that. So he's still handing us L's. Has a life. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know, and then Butch, you know, some some player punches another player and he's out there. Oh, he fell on his helmet. No, he didn't. 
fall on his yeah. helmet. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what they needed, man. They needed Albert Hainsworth from back in the day to show back up on the football field with the bat. Yeah. I mean, you get them. In, that, to me, you know, bring bring those guys back. Let, let the offense play against Hainsworth, Henderson. Oh, my God. Wilson. Practice with them. Oh, uh, they don't want none of that. Yeah. No. That's they, a whole other breed of football player. They a lot of faces on helmets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really bad. And foots and butts. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think they're in good, good hands right now. So. Yeah, I like Pruitt. Way. I think we're headed the right way. Got the all right. You know, it just, I, I, <laughs> you know and. So, all right. So, uh, let's start the pick em. First time inaugural pick em for the uh, episode of Think Like a Man. So we're going to start. We're going to start in the SEC. We'll finish with the NFL. So we're going to do straight picks. We're going to give a little reasoning for the pick. Uh, hey, whatever blows okay. your skirt up, okay. dude. You know, some of these aren't even worth giving a whole lot well, of. Some of them say I'm just going to pick them because I don't like the other team. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, whatever your whatever your reasoning may be. Yeah. Now, am I am I writing yours and mine down? Yeah, you don't, I don't have pen and paper. Oh, so I didn't. Come who prepared. who doesn't who comes to school without pen and paper? I didn't come prepared. All I right, so let me get. I a, brought this great voice with me. That was about it. <laughs> great, great voice in that underwear. Yeah, in underwear. No, it's new. It's clean. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's start with um, South Carolina Vandy. Games in South Carolina. You want to pick straight off or straight up? Or you want to pick against the spread? Um, let's see the spread. I got to find it first. Uh, it's fifteen up. points. It's uh, South Carolina by fifteen. Yeah, I'll take that. South Carolina fifteen. They got to. Uh, they got to advance. Their their Muschamp seat is not hot. It's warm. That thing is. Very, very, very warm. What's What's um, helped him this point is three weeks ago he beats well, Georgia. What's funny, three weeks ago they wanted to build a statue, and then after they came to Neyland, they no. didn't want a statue anymore. They no. would be gone. Right. Um, so, Vandy, so you're going to take South Carolina by 15. I'm going to take Vandy. Yeah, I like Alinsky. I think that kid's going to be a stud of a I think South Carolina's licking their wounds. I think they are um, – they're not a bad team. Yeah. I mean, crap! They just beat Georgia. I despise Vanderbilt. That well, see, you're letting your you're letting your personal <laughs> so, feelings get in the way here. It's, you know, instead of over. I did want Derek Mason before they hired Pruitt. What I did? Well, I mean, look how many coaches we went through. <laughs> I mean, we were we were like, golly, we were down at the middle school looking to the middle school coaches before we found Pruitt. I mean, <laughs> I wanted him, but now really, you know, while you're looking at the picks, I mean, I wanted Leach. No, I had to take him, the pirate. Man, I thought, man, I was waiting for the. You talk about somebody good for a soundbite. You talk about leaving the Vol Navy down Tennessee, the Tennessee River on a pirate ship. That'd have been great. Listen, um, did you hear his recent uh, monologue on who could win the national champion, or the, I think it was national champion, or maybe it was just the Pac-12 this year, and how he was? I think he, did how he was talking. About, that's what. I was, that's great. He that said, well, was funny. This mascot would kill this mascot. This mascot's <laughs> right. got a gun. And this says, mascot, you know, like, Stanford has got a tree. Who's afraid of a he's tree? Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the guy is a, he's a sound bite machine. Yeah, he's a genius. All right. So our next pick is going to be Ole Miss at Auburn. The line is 18. Ole Miss is an 18 point underdog. It's at Auburn. Auburn will double that. I'm taking Auburn in the points. I think I'm going to take Auburn in the points, too. See, they, they've still got a meeting with Bama here in mm-hmm. a few weeks, and they're not going to let off the steam. They, no, they don't they want to show it. any weakness. Right. They're going to handle, they're I mean, right now they are number 10. So they have one loss? They're number 11. they got two losses. So they lost to Florida. And did they lose to Oregon? No, they beat Oregon. That was a great comeback by that freshman. That's right. That's right. So they um, lost to another. But they're still team. number 11 in the nation. So – you know they're they're out of the picture as far as winning you the West. You never know what you get with Auburn, right? We walked down there and beat them last year. What does that tell you? Yeah. Um. So they they know they're they're not going to win the um they're not going to win the West, 
by any means. Um, but you know, so playoff that kind of that's not yeah, in the picture for him. But it, at this point, it's pride. And and they give they give Bama fits. Oh, they do. It. Right. And I'll be I'll just be flat out honest with you. I mean, till somebody beats them, they are who they are. Mm-hmm. But Bama ain't the team this year that I mean, they've been in years. We'll past. pick that one next week, but I think LSU's going to show that. I think, Except for the LSU wide receiver coming out this week and saying, "Hey, we're going to dominate." That's uh, one thing I've learned. About seriously, here's one thing I've learned: the last ten years, Golly. Don't, don't call out Bama. Yeah. Ever remember the Vanderbilt linebacker said we want Bama? <laughs> yeah. It was like fifty nothing at the half. Yeah. They're like, okay, you want us? Yeah. We're, we're coming. I remember they were like four and zero. Oh. Yeah. They said we want yeah, Bama. Was four and oh. We want Bama. We're going to take them. I'm like, oh boy, you just no, you, just you really, up. you really don't want Bama. All right, so next one on the list is uh, we both took Auburn and the points on that one. Next one on the list is Mississippi State, Arkansas. Mississippi State is a seven and a half point I didn't favorite. Even know the spread? That's Mississippi State. Arkansas is awful. It's at Arkansas. Mississippi State. So you're going to take Mississippi yeah. State I, and the points. I thought we were the worst team in the league when the season started. It's Arkansas. It's the Hogs. Didn't they just played somebody pretty close though? Well, I mean, they, all, they their record. Let's they see. They played Bama close for about ten minutes. They're two and six. So, crap. They're just one game better yeah, than us. Not better than us, but uh, I'm going to. You're going to take Mississippi State. I'm going to take Arkansas. Okay. I'm just uh, that. No, they're they're not great. They got to win one eventually. Yeah. Right. Well, they've won. They've won one. They've won two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points and uh and Arkansas. All right, here's the big one. Georgia and Florida. Okay. I've told you this before, and I'll put it on the record. Florida is the luckiest team in the world. <laughs> the luckiest. Last ten years they're supposed to be just as bad as we are. Right. And they're winning ten they're games. They're winning a year. ten games a year and they're in the top ten. Right. Going into this year, year two under bowling, all you hear going into the Tennessee game. This guy suspended. This guy suspended. This guy suspended. They've lost all their starters on the defense. They still beat us, what, by 20? Listen, man, if 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 it requires a lucky break, it's going Florida. Yeah, I, mean, I just remember the 90s with us, the catches, right. the drop catches, all that stuff. But <clears throat> The thing about Tennessee <clears throat> is they – okay, here, here, here's a good – Tennessee and the Atlanta Braves – can take a starting quarterback who's never thrown it down and a pitcher that's just been yeah. called up from the from AAA make and make both of them look yeah. like Hall of Famers. Well, that's the other thing. Tennessee and, Tennessee and Atlanta are like that girlfriend you had in high school. She kept doing you wrong. Yeah, you just kept just going, keep going back. back. You just kept going back. Yeah. But I just look at it, take Florida against us. Lose our starting quarterback. We're going in there, and they're starting a guy that has not started a football game since, since high his school, freshman year in high school. Yeah. Like, oh man, this is set up perfect. He looks like a stinking Heisman Trophy <laughs> winner. I'm like, where was he at? Yeah, how's he second string over here? Right. And then you know, even the LSU, they go to LSU. They, I mean, there's just break uh, after break. Thankfully, they lost LSU. So Georgia. So Georgia is a six and a half point favorite. Georgia, to me, I don't know what you get with them right now. Because, right. you know, the loss to South Carolina, I think, and Georgia fans will usually disagree on this, I think they missed Jim Chaney, who's sitting up here in orange. Right. And our offensive coordinator. Right. I think he was better than they think. Oh, yeah, no doubt. My despising nature of really, really just disliking Florida, I'm picking Georgia. I don't okay. ever pick Florida. So, let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple for my end. If Florida was playing ISIS, I'm cheering for ISIS. Yeah. That's how much I cannot stand that school. If if Florida was favored by 40, I'm still picking Georgia. Well, I can't, I can't. I don't like Alabama, and I root against Alabama. I root for Alabama over Florida. Oh, any day of the week. At least Alabama's a respectful. If rivalry. they dismantled the Florida Athletic Department tomorrow. I'll be happy. Uh, no issues on my end. No. I would, I would, I would, I want to call former. Say, hey, you got stuff on Bama? Can you not get anything on Florida? 
Right. Bring them down to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call your little CI, man. man Get us some info. Stop. You know they're doing some sketchy crap down there. Be. Damn bold. You ever listen to that guy on a press conference? Yeah. It's different. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next game is uh, Texas A&M universe against University of Texas San Antonio. Looks like their uh, their um, mascot is a crow. They're gonna be eating crow. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I don't even need to know the spread. I'm gonna say. Okay, now spread. you may want to know the you may want to know the spread. If it's in the 40s, it's pretty dang close. We're close. All right, so it's it Texas A and M is uh, favored by 38. Okay, what is UT San Antonio's record? You, they are three and four. I'll take A and M and Conference USA. I'm thinking of them. But, of course, but who have they beat? Don't tell me Georgia State. Conference USA, that's got Memphis in it, doesn't it? I think so. Or is that the Sun Belt? Uh, they got killed by Baylor. They did beat the Incarnate Word 35-7. to 7. How does the Incarnate Word have a football team? Where are they even at? Yeah, like they just meet on Sundays and then go play football. Like, what's going on there? They beat UTEP. They lost to Army. Not a, not a lot of shame in that. They usually have a pretty good pull Army about took Michigan down. They lost to North Texas, beat UTEP, lost to UAB, and they beat Rice. I'm going to take them in the points. Them in the points. I'll take, I'm going to take A&M. A&M's got a pretty top-line offense. One of us is going to end up looking stupid. <laughs> I'm betting you. All right, so you're going to take Texas A&M. I'm going to take Texas San Antonio. All right. Tennessee and UAB, Alabama, Birmingham. Listen, if there's one team out of the state of Alabama we ought to kick the crap out of this year, this ought to be it. What's UAB favored by? UAB ain't. <laughs> hey, about four weeks ago they would have they been favored. Been. Uh, Tennessee is a 13-point or UAB is a 13-point underdog. We don't have any major injuries right now. We got three starting quarterbacks. We got three quarterbacks healthy. Yeah. Supposed to be healthy. No injuries on defense. I'll take Tennessee in the spread. You and me will agree on that. I think um I think they've got the right frame of mind down there right now. They still listen, I listen, for the first time in about four years, I think they give a crap whether or not they make a bowl game. Right. And Juwan Jennings is worth fourteen points in that game. Oh, absolutely. On his own. Um, and so I think they care whether they make a bowl game, and I and I think they are wanting to make a statement. I think they know they can be the team that be is that corner turning team. Is the this will be the year the people can look back and go, "That's where it turned." Right. That that's where the culture changed. That's where the fight showed up. That's where they're ready to play. Right. And so you know they still got a if they went out. They got a decent bowl game on the right. I mean, they're not. You know my dream scenario. Have I shared that with you yet? Uh. Uh-uh. My dream bowl game is Georgia State and I'll Tennessee in the any, bowl game. Anywhere, any place. Liberty Bowl, toilet bowl. I don't care. <laughs> I want them back. <laughs> you want another shot? I want at another it. shot. And I hope we don't lose by thirty on the next one. Man, <laughs> man, that would be awful. But I want Georgia State. They talk so much. They burned it. Right. They burn. Oh, let me tell you something. If I'm on that team, I'm talking big trash. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm living off of that. Right. But I'm going to get them back. Right. Kind of like Appalachian State beating Michigan. Yeah. I'd almost call them and say, hey, y'all want to come back next year? <laughs> like game game one? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, if, you know a, a, a real um, football team, they, they don't sh- they don't shy away from, from an obvious right. rematch. Any, any you place, know? anywhere. I mean, right. Kind of like the WWE, you know, cage right. match. Cage match. Can't get out of it. <laughs> So we need to do, put a case around the field and tell them that you're ours now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the NFL. We got three games we're going to pick in the NFL. And I would say straight pick them. You want to straight? Hard. Yeah. NFL's tough on points. I mean, Listen, I don't trust them. I don't it's trust a, who's them. involved in that? Where are we shaving points at? Yeah, and... You got their check that week and who didn't? Right. Because yeah, NFL, I mean, I'm just, I'm an NFL fan. I just don't, not like college. Okay. All right. So our, um, First game is going to be New England and Baltimore. And I'm going to tell you, I feel about New England, if not the same, if not worse than what I feel about Florida. So I wouldn't pick them to do nothing. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm picking Baltimore at a pure 
ill will to the our New England brethren. I can't stand them at all. But until Tom Brady, <laughs> until Tom Brady decides, hey, it's time for me to stay home, I just want to play to this fifty-five. He ain't going nowhere. We got ten rings. Yeah, I keep hoping that Belichick's. They'll, they'll have to rename the Lombardi yeah. Trophy the Brady Trophy. He's got so many of them. Uh, I mean, so I, until, that's the last thing I want—a yearly reminder every yeah, time that you know. Until uh, while we give out the Brady Trophy, right, until until Brady and Belichick decide that they're done. Right, in New England. I mean. What other team has ever been able to like go to Walmart and get the guy, the stock boy, off the toilet paper rack and say, "Hey, you want to play slot receiver in the NFL?" And he'd be an All Pro. Yeah, I so they draft quarterbacks from like Montana State, right? Like, hey, you want to be you want to be the slot receiver? I don't know what it is about slot receivers of Bill Belichick, but he's like a genius with them. Oh, the, everyone them. that's ever been in there is you know ends up being All Pro. Yeah. So Brady, until Brady starts showing age, I got to take New England. All right. So you're gonna take. You're taking New England. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take, and I don't. I don't like Baltimore, but my. Now I'm impressed with uh, Lamar Jackson right now. He's good, dude. Yeah. He he's impressed me. Um. So has um, the kid from uh, Indy. Um, the the quarterback. Jacoby. Uh, uh, Brissett. Brissett. I kept calling him Jacoby Brisket all year. <laughs> and I was like, and somebody called me out. I'm like, is it not Brisket? <laughs> I thought his name was Brisket. Brisket's the offensive lineman. Yeah. That big boy down there. Um, okay, so we're going to – so you've got New England. I've got Baltimore. Next game is going to be Minnesota, Minnesota, and the Chiefs. It's in Kansas City. Mahomes has not been cleared. He's not been cleared yet. Hmm. No, he's practicing, but he's not been uh, – but he's not been cleared. Who's our backup? Maybe Kurt Warner. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> um, I don't know who it is. Hey, you speaking of backups that are now starting quarterbacks, that has absolutely impressed me because last night was the first time I've actually got to see him play. Is Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, the dude. Dude can play. Yeah. I mean He can play. No, and the smartest thing he did was get out of and, New England or he'd still be sitting he left on the bench. New England because imagine that after Brady retires. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I mean that would just been a just been a continuation. Right. It'd be never-ending. I'm going to go ahead and just say I'm going to take Minnesota. Minnesota's – I mean, they – Kansas man. City's lost two weeks in a row. They ain't losing a third. Mm. So, I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take Kansas City. You got Minnesota. And let's go to the Who Gives a Crap Bowl on Monday night, which is between them boys – and the New York Giants. Well, let's just say my pick is purely because I cannot stand them boys. <laughs> I cannot stand the Cowboys. I get tired of hearing about America's team. They ain't won a title since 95. <laughs> right. And yeah. Like, How are you America's team? All right. So, mm-hmm. as long as there's a Manning in the league and it doesn't even matter to me if he's not starting, I'm pulling for that team. Right. So. I'm going on New York. They might hammer him by 30. I'll never pick. Just like you will never pick New England, I will never pick the Cowboys. Yeah. I got some – listen, Cowboy fans and Yankees fans, you talk about bandwagoners mm-hmm. and Bama, Rammer Jammer oh, yeah. down there. There is – listen, I'll bet you 30% of the people that claim Bama as their school were not a Bama fan before Nick Saban showed They couldn't tell you the three coaches they went through to get to Saban. I bet you – oh, no. There's no way. <coughs> so – um, and the and the Cowboys are that bad, and New York, uh, the Yankees are that bad. It's like, you know, now listen, I got some friends and family that I know for a fact they've been Yankees fans their right. whole life. No, do too. Got no people. problem with that. There's some other folks, and if you're listening, you know who I'm talking to because we've already talked about it. Y'all ain't y'all bandwagon fans. So we're gonna end the show today on that note. I hope that if uh, if you've listened to it, you've listened all the way to the end, that you've enjoyed what you've heard. Uh, like I've said earlier, find us on Facebook at Think Like a Man. I almost said dot com. <laughs> Think Like a Man uh, on Facebook. Uh, within the, we'll probably make announcements on that Facebook page as far as the Twitter handle goes, that type of thing. Um, <coughs> we will. Uh, we're going to do some Facebook lives from there. If you'd like to get in touch with us uh, through email, 
It is thinklam2019 at gmail.com. Thank you for spending this hour with us. We've been on right about an hour. So thank you for... And I won't cough as much next time. My sinuses are killing me. (laughs) Thank you for that. Please come back and we will see you next time. You've been listening to Think Like a Man. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. And we'll see you next time.